Welcome to a very special episode of Further Together, the ORU podcast. This is what I like to call the Gratitude Show. This is our second edition, our second annual Gratitude Show in celebration of the Thanksgiving holiday and also to give employees at ORU an opportunity to reflect on what they're grateful for this year. And even though it's 2020 and things have been tough on many of us in many different ways from the coronavirus to the economy to job losses to personal circumstances that we may not even know about, there is always, always something to be grateful for. And this show, I hope, this episode will be a little bit of a celebration of that, a little bit of a window into the lives and the hearts of some of the great folks who work for ORU and will be hopeful, particularly at this time of the year when we talk about hope, but with everything going on, maybe we're not all feeling it so much. And while that's okay, um, there are things to be hopeful about. So hopefully this episode will give you a taste of that. As for myself, what am I grateful for this year? Um, so I've said before that I'm a cancer survivor and this year I had a little bit of a recurrent scare. It turned out to be nothing, but when a scan finds a spot on your lung and you're a cancer survivor, the first thing you do is panic just a little bit. So I've had a couple of other scans and meetings with doctors and pulmonologists and all of that. And it has been determined that the spot is nothing. It's a healed spot probably from an infection that I had that I didn't even know about. So I'm grateful for that and for my lovely wife, Sarah, who we're both working from home. So we've had a very interesting nine months um, under the same roof most days um, and for the health of my family and friends. And of course, for working for a great company like ORU that gives us the opportunity to present shows like The Gratitude Show. And Bo and I have heard the stories that you're gonna hear in this episode and they're pretty amazing. So um, sit down with the beverage of your choice and give it a listen and enjoy what you're gonna hear over the next 30 minutes or so. Happy Thanksgiving. So this year I am a so, so grateful for a healthy Avery June Pinkston. So she is my first granddaughter, my first grandchild. Uh, she was born September 13th and she just changes your perspective about everything. We were all kind of getting pretty down about COVID and, and everything going on um, in this crazy world. And to see that little face and those smiles and to get to hold that baby and feed her and, and love on her uh, and watch your daughter and son-in-law um, 
you know, move into the role of parents. It's just been a special, special year. So I'm especially, especially grateful for Avery June Pinkston, <laughs> about nine weeks old at this point. So That's awesome. Pam, what was it like to meet Avery for the first time? Um, it was kind of, it was, at first I was sad because we were not allowed to go to the hospital. Um, and Mallory and Joe were there by themselves with Avery. And as a mother, when your daughter, when you know your daughter's in labor, um, that was kind of heartbreaking to not be able to, to be there. And, and then to have to wait days until they got released from the hospital to meet her. Um, but we were, we went to my, um, son-in-law's family's house and there she was sitting in this little car seat, just as tiny. You forget, even though I've had three children, you forget what it's like with a newborn. And she is just angelic. It's it's just so precious. <laughs> I'm grateful for so much uh, in 2020. And I think about this year and like most of us, I don't think the year has looked like anything that we could have expected. <laughs> For sure. In any stretch, um, you know, personal changes, professional changes, challenges and opportunities, both. Um, my daughter was a high school senior this year. And so I think for her, how differently things looked after March 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly not what I would have asked for her. Um, I also have a, a a now fifth grader uh, who finished elementary school in the pandemic. And the thing I think about with them, particularly with my kids is um, I've had more time with them than I would have ever had um, if not for the pandemic. Now it's not been perfect because working from home and schooling from home and all the emotions of all of the things that have happened But I think it's been a chance for us to be together in a very focused way without all of the distractions um, and busyness of life. And that's something that I'm going to remember from this um, with my kids is just time that we would have not had and that one day I will be grateful. Um, I am now and will be then that we had this extended amount of time together. Right. It's sort of helped us peel back what's truly a priority, hasn't it? Absolutely. I think uh, I'd seen recently a a post or something that said, it's not the year to realize what you've lost. It's a year to remember all that you have. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true. And all the the struggles and changes and things that we've had um, at work. Um, But the fact that we're here and we still have work to do and we have great colleagues and friends. that's really important because that'll get us through a number of challenges. Right. Well, this year I am especially thankful for family, friends like you, and my health. Uh, I think, as you've heard others say, that 2020 has really been challenging in so many ways for all of us. And yet I've just seen so many step up and and reach out and find ways to help each other out any way they could. And I think for me personally, I really saw this during some fairly scary health challenges this year and wanted to use this opportunity to really thank 
you know, the ORU family, um, you know, my own CM team, like you, Michael, and others, for all that they did. I think that 2020 kind of gave me a good swift kick in the butt and just reminded me of a lot of precious blessings that we should never take for granted. Mm. And I think for that, I am extraordinarily thankful for 2020. Bo, um, I know that you are very grateful to have been able to return to ORU this year. Talk about that whole adventure that you had earlier this year. Yeah, so as uh, most of you know, I had um, taken a, a job in Kentucky um, around May of this year. And um, it, what I thought was going to be a, a, a great opportunity just to, to kind of start a, a new career. Um, I got up here, moved my family here, and, and it ended up not being uh, the opportunity that I thought it was. Mm-hmm. You know, you always have the, you know, maybe the grass is greener on the other side, but ended up not being the opportunity that I thought it was. And, and just by luck or grace or whatever you want to call it, um, uh, I, I kind of was having a, a really, really bad time. And I got a call from Pam or a text from Pam and she was just saying, you know, how's, how's everything going? Hope everything's great. Um, and I, she was, I think kidding, you know, just, kind of how Pam does, but she said, you know, I'm about to post your job or, you, you know, are you sure you don't want it back? <laughs> you were like, actually. I said, well, I said, I don't know how serious you are about that. And she said, what do you mean? And so um, I said, can, can I call you? And so she said, sure. So, you know, I called her and we talked and I just shared a, a lot of the frustration and the disappointment, you know, and so anyway, we, you know, she, said she had to, you know, check out a few things and, and work some stuff out. But, you know, she called me back, like, I think probably the next day and said, look, if you really want to come back, I'd love to have you back. And, and, um, I was, I can't tell you the relief that I had, you know, just cause I'd been here for 13 or 14 years. And so anytime you, you know, you've been there that long, it's your work people, your family anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was almost like leaving my family to, to come do this anyway. But, you know, just, I guess the opportunity to come back and, you know, the, the people that I work with that were willing to have me back, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, one of those things where if you're like, Hey, I want to come back. And they're like, no, no, thanks. You know? You're right. But, right. But so, yeah, it just, it worked out so well. And I mean, I still live here in Kentucky and we love our house. We love the community we live in. And so, you know, I'll be, once all this stuff is over, I'll be coming in, you know, um, and, and filming stuff when I need to, you know, I'll, I'll be in the office quite often, but um, I don't think it could have worked out any better. And I'm just very thankful that ORU is the company that it is and, mm-hmm. and Pam and Don and, and the CM team, you know, were, were glad to have me back. and. So I couldn't have asked for it, you know, that to kind of flow any better than it did. Well, it, it has definitely been a challenging year. Um, and, but it's also been a year that's been filled with many blessings. And some of those challenges have, you know, shown those blessings, you know, 
for example, um, I started off in March. I was at a uh, Leadership Oak Ridge um, retreat in Nashville, and that's the same time that tornado went through, and it was a pretty harrowing experience because it came right by where our hotel was. I mean, we were had alarms going off and taking shelter and in experience, but then as we left and as we were driving home and seeing the devastation, you realized we were just very fortunate and very blessed um, that it wasn't worse and that we weren't involved as badly as a lot of, or impacted as a lot of people were. So, you know, that was, that was something I was very grateful for um, with that. Um, of course, came back to that and our, that was our first CPT meeting where we started dealing with the, uh, the coronavirus and how we were going to respond. And within a couple of weeks, we were shut down, um, which, you know, to me has kind of been a bit, a little bit of a blessing because I've had time with family more. Um, and I don't know if many people know, but I, I was with Scripps Networks for about 12 years. And a lot of that involved a tremendous amount of travel and being away from family. So, you know, when I came to RU, I got that time back with family, but having this time at home, I think, you know, has been even more of a blessing to have that that opportunity. Um, and in the midst of all that, um, I wound up having some pretty significant shoulder and bicep surgery, along with a few other things related to, to my injury. And um, very blessed in the fact that I've had an extremely quick recovery. My surgeon and therapist are saying I'm well beyond most people way months ahead. So that's that's been a blessing. Um, the fact that none of my family members um, have lost a job as a result of the shutdowns, everybody's been able to work. You know, it has impacted um, several of us financially, you know, with, you know, of course, um, sales down or some cuts here and there, but none of us have lost their job. Um, another blessing, I've got two really close friends of mine that had major heart surgery this year, both unexpected. But both of them are recovering really well and they found out you know about their heart condition before it got to the point it damaged their heart so that was yet another blessing uh, and then <laughs> shortly after my shoulder surgery and while working from home uh, me and five other family members we all got the coronavirus um, fortunately it was very uh, minor you know very low impact we were all better within three days had minor symptoms um, I, I tell people, actually, it was kind of a blessing to me. It was the only good three days of rest I had after my shoulder surgery because I couldn't get comfortable for that first month. Um, so, um, you know, very fortunate in that. Uh, the only downside really to that was the fact that everybody kind of treated us like we had the plague for the next two months. But but otherwise, very, very fortunate. And then I've had some recent um, uh, reasons to celebrate and be very grateful for. My, my son recently got married uh, to the girl he's been dating since uh, – since high school, early high school, and um, definitely blessed to have her as a my daughter-in-law. She's already felt like family for years now, and um, they they actually had planned this wedding. Um, they got engaged two years ago, planned this wedding last year, and picked in November, and it was going to be outside. And I was like, oh my goodness! And we wound up having almost 80 degree weather and a low of 54. Wow. It was an absolutely gorgeous day for a wedding. So that was a blessing. And then. Um, this other day, we celebrated eight years of Eldie, my youngest daughter's gotcha day, mm. where she's been here um, from Haiti. And, and, you know, we don't take that for granted at all. You know, every year is just a, a tremendous celebration. So really, it's been a it's been a challenging year. It's been a crazy year. It's been a lot of, you know, um, difficulty. But in the midst of all that, there's been a tremendous amount of blessings that I'm very grateful for. Yeah, 2020 has been quite a year for a lot of people. 
personally, I've had one daughter who had uh, back issues and pain from a sports injury. So we were taking her to PT and she was uh, trying to improve uh, her mobility. At the start of the pandemic, that back pain turned into an emergency situation. We didn't know it until we took her to the ER and uh, she ended up spending several days in the hospital and having a cyst removed through surgery. Um, and then, you know, towards the start of uh, regular grade school, um, my son went back to normal in-person classes and he came down with a cough and a fever and he was sent home and we didn't know what, what to do. Um, we had him tested for COVID and, and strep and flu and it came out to be flu. Towards that end of that flu recovery, he stopped eating, which for a 13-year-old boy is pretty abnormal. Um, Absolutely. We called the medical staff a few times and they just kept saying, well, it's a really bad flu or virus. Just keep him hydrated. So for, for 12 days, he didn't eat. So we... Um, we took him to the ER for the second time and they said, we don't see what's wrong with him, but we're going to admit him. And fortunately we ran into a GI doctor who said, yes, he's got uh, basically his stomach shut down after a virus mm. infection. And so they, they looked him up and down from a GI perspective and inserted a nasal tube. Fortunately, he's on his way to recovery. He is now uh, gaining back some weight. He lost about 15 pounds uh, from the start of the flu to when he went into the ER. So he's on his way back to recovery. So what am I thankful for right now? I'm thankful for health care. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for family. I'm fa thankful for a company with great health insurance. I'm thankful for coworkers who take care of their job and allow me to take care of my job and my family and providing that work-life balance. So uh, I know the 2020 year has been pretty phenomenally chaotic for a lot of people and very tough for a lot of people, um, but I am still thankful in the, in the midst of this uh, really, really weird year. Um, I'm, I'm hoping next year will be better. <laughs> Let's wish that for everybody. Brian Cook, thank you so much for sharing that with us. All right. Thank you, Michael. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Well, there are a lot of things, um, but I think the one that is top of mind these days for me is my aunt. Um, I'm seeing the world through her eyes a little bit. Uh, she's 86 years old. She'll be 87 in, Janu in January. She's a New Year's baby. Um, but she recently got a cancer diagnosis. Um, and she actually goes for a PET scan today. And I was talking to her earlier this morning and just kind of giving her some information about the scan and what to expect and um, my brother's gonna to take her going to take her today and as I was standing there talking to her I was just looking out my back window and I saw a whole family of little blue jays just zooming back and forth in my backyard um, 
I have woods behind my house and they found something interesting in my yard. I don't know if it was berries or worms or what, but there were all these blue jays just zooming through my backyard, um, back and forth to the woods where they lived. And I ended up seeing like 12 of them when it was all done. And, and she is a bird lover. And I was telling her about these, all these blue jays that were, I guess, feeding in my backyard. And she just squealed in delight, you know, at this story I was telling her of things I was seeing. And and it just, um, just to kind of see the world through her eyes these days, um, I have taken her to a lot of doctor's appointments here recently and um, been to her house a lot and just brought her groceries and tried to make sure she had food and, and different things like that. And she's just, just a neat human being. She, she has caused me to slow down, um, you know, to talk and be engaged in, in conversation and telling stories and remembering things. And, you know, she's just told me a lot about my dad. It's my dad's sister. Um, and he passed this year and that was a a huge, um, you know, impact to my life to lose my dad at the beginning of 2020. And she's just been telling me all these stories about him and growing up together. And it's just, it's just been a nice way to see the world. She is um, kind of a shut-in. She can't drive anymore and she can't see very well or hear. Um, And in one of the doctor's appointments I took her to a few weeks ago, it was just the height of the fall colors and the leaves. And it's the first time she had been out. And, you know, she could barely see anymore due to glaucoma, but she was just blown away by all the colors and all the leaves. And just seeing that through her eyes, you know, even as her eyes are dimming, um, it just made me appreciate the world around us more, the beauty of nature, um, you know, what the Lord provides to us to encourage us, even when everything around us seems to be terrible. Um, It's just been nice to, to see through her eyes and to slow down and have an opportunity to talk with her and have just a conversation and you know, share stories and memories and things like that. It's it's actually helped me so much um, in the loss of my dad and, and becoming closer to her. And, you know, I don't know what um, her days, her coming days hold, um, but I'm grateful for the time that I've had with her and how that's blessed me. And, you know, I, tr- I was trying to be a blessing to her in all that she's going through and and she just has ended up really blessing me. And so I'm, I'm truly grateful for that. Well, you know, I was just thinking uh, a little while ago of all the years past, uh, we've had a lot of time to reflect this year, uh, both on the, everything that's been going on and, and also the things that we're thankful for. Um, so when I think back, uh, all the things that have gone on and, Uh, people who have suffered a lot of losses this year. I'm especially thankful um, that all of my family, my close friends, uh, my kids, my grandkids um, have all been really healthy this year. We haven't had any uh, health issues, uh, no COVID scares, and uh, 
that's just something I'm really, really thankful for in this in this time that we're living in. Um, another thing is um, being at ORU for as long as I have. I am uh, very, very thankful that I work for a company that's uh, so caring for its employees. Uh, when I started with ORU, there was, you know, uh, a few hundred people, and I knew practically everybody by name. Uh, but as it's grown, we've kind of uh, maintained that family atmosphere. And that's something I'm really, really thankful for. And I'm thankful for our leadership that uh, even though the times were as tough as they were this year, uh, everybody at the top worked together to try and figure out a way that we could uh, save as many positions as we could for our friends and co-workers mm -hmm. and I'm extremely extremely thankful that I that I still have a great job with a great company um, where I can provide for my family well just along those same lines I you know I work with a, a lot of co-workers a great co-workers and uh, you know we spend a lot of time not recently but in the past we try, you know, I mean we tr still try to connect on uh, on Zoom or, or Teams, but it's not the same. But I'm very, very thankful for my work family and uh, the friendships that, that we've built over the years. And, and it really is like having a second family. So I'm very thankful for that. Well, 2020 has definitely hit everyone over the head um, a few times. And myself especially, um, uh, we have a lot of things to be grateful about though nonetheless um, I'm gr really grateful for the health of my family we've, we've been through some really strange uh, challenges things I would never have anticipated um, you know prior to to this year happening but uh, the health of my family I actually had a baby this year um, which was a feat in and of itself but uh, for a baby actually turned out to be relatively well actually really ill um, so I'm really happy that most of that is now behind us. And you have a beautiful family. I love watching. I love seeing your pictures on Instagram. So thank you, thank you. I I don't mind to share it all. So um, you know, Instagram was a a place where when we were going through a lot of the the health challenges that we've seen uh, was kind of a, just a way for me to release. So um, it's kind of just therapy a little bit mm -hmm. um, so the, our baby was born early May and you know just like any new new family experiences we you know, went through a lot of sleep deprivation and, you know, just kind of the normal things that you go through um, this is our third child so we'd like to say that we're fairly um, experienced in all of this but it turns out that um, we were tested in a way that we've never been tested before because he ended up with a, a congenital heart defect that is extremely random. Um, actually, one in every 100 babies uh, oh. is born with something like this okay. and required open heart surgery in order to correct it. Um, so it was life, it was life, um, what's the word? It was a life-changing uh, illness. It's, it, it, he would not have survived without this type of corrective surgery. 
And, you know, newborns, <laughs> you know, they definitely very resilient, but at the same time, um, you know, in a COVID affected world, this was definitely a challenging situation. This would be challenging for an adult. And here we have this little baby who now has to have this major surgery uh, in the middle of a pandemic. Um, so, you know, we, I decided that I wanted to chronicle his story. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know why I wanted to do that, to be honest, because it, it feels very vulnerable to put your thoughts and feelings online in a situation, in, in a, I guess, a, a time in your life like this. Right. And I actually had no plans to open the page up. I had just started typing and, you know, kind of just putting it all out because I, I think at the moment, that I did this, I was really, really compartmentalizing my feelings. Um, I just couldn't really tap into how I felt. And I, I think some part of me knew that I'd want this later. I think that's the reason that I was doing it. Well, as I started chronicling it, I realized, you know, this might help other people because we kind of went through a very unconventional way to find out about his illness. Um, but we decided to open it up for other people and that really helped us because the support, the amount of support that we received was overwhelming at that point. Because this, uh, the um, flavor of the, of the day is being grateful, I, I would like to say that I'm grateful for trusting myself and my intuition in this situation. Um, we had seen probably five different specialists before we were able to get an answer on what was wrong with my baby. Um, he was three weeks old when he became symptomatic for all of these things. And we, I mean, when, when I say we weren't sleeping, you know, I don't want you to take that in the sense of like how a, a regular newborn uh, challenges his parents with sleep deprivation. This was beyond that. Our baby wouldn't sleep unless he was being held because he was essentially um, feeling like he was drowning because his lungs had filled with fluid because the heart wasn't working. And um, from three weeks on, we were, we were so, you know, desperately stressed because we couldn't put our fingers on it. And so we'd been making, I had been making appointment after appointment after appointment. And no one, every single doctor that we saw, I would point to, to the symptoms and I'd say, do you see this? Do you see this? And they'd say, yeah, I see that. And, I, and I'd say, is this normal? This doesn't seem normal. And they'd be like, yeah, I think it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not, it's not okay. And I, I didn't know, I couldn't couldn't say what I thought it was. So, you know, it's very hard to argue with, with people who are, um, you know, trained in their, in their craft when you don't actually have knowledge to back it up, back up what you're saying. And I just never took no for an answer. Um, and it wasn't until he was about six and a half weeks old that um, I said, you know, I'm just not satisfied that this is that this is all there is, that this is normal. And so I just did one last Google search and, and it came up with a term that I, I said, you know what, now I got it. And so I made an appointment with a pulmonary um, specialist, a pulmonologist, and, and they that very week we got our diagnosis. So. I'm just really grateful, for one, uh, for really excellent insurance that allows me to make appointments with specialists without having a referral, because I would have never gotten one. Um, 
I'm, I'm really grateful that I trusted my intuition where my baby's health was concerned. And I'm just really grateful for modern medicine that, that there actually was a uh, resolution to this problem. Um, we went through a lot to get there, but, um, you know, we're, we're on the other side of it now. So, it, and I'm, I'm still slowly unpacking everything that we went through. And so it's really helpful for me too, to have that Instagram page that I can go back and look and say, oh my God, I cannot believe we went through this. Because sometimes I look and I say, I, I actually don't even really believe I lived this moment out in reality. I think I was so fully compartmentalized in my thoughts that I just, I was kind of floating through it. Um, but if any of you are interested, his Instagram page is, is for public viewing. It's at Ezra's Heart, E-Z-R-A-H-S underscore Heart, H-E-R-A-T. You know, talking about being thankful, I think that my themes run the same. I'm just grateful that my family and friends and loved ones are, are healthy. You know, I still have my parents with me. They're in their 80s and they're still hanging in there and that I've been able to help them and make sure that they were okay uh, we connect uh, via Zoom uh, every Sunday for a family call, something I started back in the first week of April when I saw that we were going to be in this for the long haul, mm-hmm. expanded the call beyond my immediate family and, you know, to include my siblings, but to the nieces and nephews and my aunts and cousins are even calling in now. Uh, and I think part of it is with what we all crave, you know, being able to see each other at least you know, and uh, since we can't touch, uh, and uh, it's been really great. It's been good for my soul. I actually live by myself along with, you know, Simba, my dog. Right. <laughs> right. And so and I'm grateful for him because he's been a great uh, a companion, you know, during these eight months. Sure. So grateful to be gainfully employed and productive, you know, and being able to work from home. A lot of people don't have that option. And here we are working from home, you know, gainfully employed and productive um, and in, in, in a type of work that is uh, contributing to and being beneficial to the health and life sciences, an area that's getting a lot of attention right now uh, outside of COVID-19. We just had an incredible call with NIH, uh, Ken Tobin, Jeff Miller, Desmond, Frank, Laura and I, a uh, call I had set up with the client today uh, with the chief of staff and a couple of their uh, people uh, over there in National Heart, Lung and Blood, like the third largest institute, $3 billion institute. And it was great, you know, the exchange, the fact that we could get them visually, you know, to a group, mm-hmm. virtual meeting uh, just reinforced for me, not only how great ORAU is, I don't think we actually understand how great we are, uh, but also what the potential is for us is is unbound. And, you know, I'm going to make it my mission to make sure we understand that and know that, you know, and take advantage of, uh, avail ourselves of the opportunities opportunities that are available to us. So it's health, you know, the usual. It's being able to be financially okay, you know, be gainfully employed, uh, to work with, you know, great people, to have a great family and friends. Uh, it matters. And I also think it's great, uh, and I do this with my team, is to let them know that, you know, I'm not okay sometimes, that Mm -hmm. it's it's all right to be vulnerable, 
it's all right to say, you know what? I said and cried today because, you know, it. this is a lot, right? And Absolutely. Uh, there are several families who are not going to have people sitting at their table anyway for Thanksgiving, you know, and Christmas. And, uh, and then to have that too happen over the holidays, you know, when you miss people more, more acutely, um, yeah, we are really, really fortunate. We're really blessed. And so I know that uh, I let my team know, hey, I'm not all right. You know, this is, you know, feeling a little down today. And they do a good job, as we all do, of checking in on each other. Laura and I just hung up before I joined your call uh, to check in to see how we were doing, to make sure that we're OK. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's most appreciative uh, from not only my work family, but also my home family. So those are things that I'm grateful for. And I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm an optimist anyway. I do think we're going to come out on the other side of this. Now, we got to do what we're supposed to do. And I right. think all of those protocols, you know, and the idea that, you know, now, you know, we're in the window of when there could potentially be a working uh, vaccine, you know, say by spring, you know, summer, uh, we can hang tough and help bend this curve and care for each other and take care of each other. And I think there's been so much, you know, vitriol and hostility, you know, that's been riled up over the last several years that we need to take a beat, you know, and take a step back and know that anytime America has come together, you know, anytime we as family come together, anytime we as a company come together, community come together, we always do better when we're all together, right? And so, uh, I'm grateful that I see on the horizon how with everything that's gone on, you know, uh, how people have come together from across, you know, races and cultural groups and ethnic and backgrounds and generations to stand up and say, you know what, we, we got this. We're going to do better. And I believe in that. And I, I know that there are more of us out there are folks who choose to hate and to use choose to do, you know, things. Uh, I know that there are more of us. Right. those things I'm grateful for. Awesome. So this year, I'm grateful for my daughter, who me and my husband welcomed in July. Um, she just turned four months, and it's a very fun time right now. She's, like, finding her voice and just, you know, becoming her own little person. Um, I love it. And I'm also grateful for... Um, something that I talked about last year in last year's Grateful Podcast, um, which is my great-grandmother who will turn 100 this year, um, two days after Thanksgiving. So um, just grateful to have her here for another year. And also just, you know, that my daughter can like interact with her. You know, I don't know if she'll necessarily remember her, but we'll have, you know, those memories. And also we named like her middle name after her um, because her name is Amelia Grace and my great grandmother's name is Grace, who is also her great, great grandmother. So that's been really, really cool to see their like relationship. So yeah, just thankful, you know, to, for my job and my family and everyone, you know, that's kind of gotten us through this crazy year for sure it's a it's an interesting thing doing anything during this pandemic but definitely like having a baby during a pandemic (laughs) that was that was an experience it was kind of nice like just to have me and my husband like in the hospital when she was born 
um, with no visitors. Um, I think it really helped like our kind of bonding time together. And then just like, just to have family that was able to be here for us. Like once we got home, just to help us out. So that was really nice. Very cool. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Gratitude Show 2020. You've heard from Pam Boney, Leah Witt, Becky Hobson, Bo Cumberland, Chad Becker, Brian Cook, Wendy West, Jeff Underwood, Nicey Murphy, Wanda Gamble, and Lakin McVeigh. We thank all of them for sharing what they're grateful for this year. On behalf of all of us at ORU, have a happy Thanksgiving, wherever you are and whomever you're with.